Hello everyone, welcome to the Shintaro Higashi show with Peter Yu. Today it's it's just gonna be me, Peter. Um as you guys many of you probably already know by now, Shintaro had a stroke a couple of weeks ago. Uh he's doing a lot better. Um but he's still recovering and we're still trying to figure out how to, you know, get us back on the on regular schedule. So I know you guys probably, uh, I know you guys miss Shintaro a lot, but he'll be back soon. I uh, can promise you that. But I apologize uh, for, uh, you know, just being a little inconsistent lately. Uh, but today as a solo episode, I wanted to talk about being, staying consistent as a beginner in judo. Um, can kind of, I guess, apply to any kind of activity, but... I started talking about this topic uh, about this topic uh, lately when I started learning a you know new sport and then picking up sports that I used to do as a kid again. So I recently learned how to do how to inline skate. Uh, that was kind of a, my uh, pandemic uh, hobby, and then I picked up tennis and golf again um, for a variety of reasons, but. Um, and, but this uh, this picking up these sports again like reminded me of my time as a beginner in judo because for a long time I only stuck to sports that I play. I mean I have been playing all for a long time, so like not necessarily I'm you know sports that I'm not a beginner in, uh, such as skiing, soccer, and judo. So I kind of forgot how uh, the you know the frustration as a beginner you experience, um, and I know many of you guys are probably just starting out judo or just thinking about judo or grappling in general. So I wanted to kind of talk about my experience and how I dealt, uh, how I've dealt with frustration. Um, in learning these sports again so and I think the key here is consistency it's not really you know of course athletic prowess and talent helps but ultimately you know our bodies and brain are so malleable and they're amazing learning machines that you if you put enough time into it and be consistent with it um, you can learn a lot of things and you can be really good at a lot of things. Um, but the, you know, the challenge is how to be consistent, right? And I, uh, read this book and, you know, five years ago, maybe it's called flow, the psychology of optimal experience. It's written by a, a very famous, um, psychologist, uh, psych, psychologist, yeah, uh, you know, kind of, he kind of compiled all the research, like decade over the decades, and then summarizing a very like pop science kind of easy to read fashion. Um, I really highly recommend everyone reading that book. It kind of shows how to kind of structure your life in a way that that it's uh, very sustainable and happy and like um in a productive way I, I 
so to speak. So, and I try to do this with all this, uh, you know, a lot of aspects of my life, and you can, you can practice, do uh, you can practice doing this most effectively and easily with sports. So, what is flow? So flow, you know, but in short, it's the feeling you get when you're in the zone, uh, when you don't even know how much time has passed. You know, you're like so focused on the task at hand that you kind of lose yourself. Uh, and I remember, like, what's the movie like uh, Inside Out? I think was it Inside? Oh no, it was like one of the Disney movies with the jazz musician recently, and like had a little scene about this. Um, so it it's it's a it's a widely known phenomenon, and that's when like you're mo- most happy as a human and you know and then you can really like start enjoying the activity you're doing and it's not just about like sports or anything you can like you can find flow in hanging out with other people with your family or just reading a book you know it's a, every activity can be uh you know framed in a way that you can find flow so in the book, it says uh, that the book uh, says that you can find flow when your skill matches the difficulty of the task. Um, what it means is that you need to uh, find this virtual cycle where you're challenged just enough that you need to learn new skills or practice new skills and you need your full attention to the activity and then at the same time there's a quick feedback um in the form of achieving goals or something and then you feel satisfaction of that and then that and then you start enjoying the challenge you learn more things and then you get better and then you find you try to frame it a little frame the activity a little more challenging to you and then you know, you try to learn and practice your new skills and then, you know, you see this virtual cycle happening and that that is flow. Um, so essentially you're trying to gamify all the activities you could do and then, and there are many ways to do it and you can find details in the book. But I think this is very, this uh, knowing about flow has really helped me with these new activities. So for example, like inline skating, I, I, I knew kind of how to go f- forward and not fall in, in, you know, on skates. But, you know, I, was, I couldn't really turn, you know, and my, especially after my surgery, uh, my Achilles surgery in my left leg, um, my body was pretty unbalanced. So I couldn't really balance that well on them either. So it was very, very frustrating when I first picked up inline skating like um, a year ago, a year and a half ago now. Um, So what I did was I basically reduced the uh, challenge because it was too hard for me. So I basically decided that I I should just try to, you know, 
be able, I should try to be able to balance on one skate for like three steps, basically something like that in the in the park, uh, empty parking lot around my neighborhood. So I just did that, but it was challenging enough that I need to uh, I had to like learn how to like I had to strengthen my left leg and then learn to balance better and then there are ways to and it's helped me kind of enjoy uh inline skating because i i when i was skating for like half an hour every day pretty much um i could really be in the zone i could find flow and then that would really because it it's such a pleasant experience to be in the zone to be in flow like to find flow that you uh, I wanted to go skate every day. Um, and, you know, that, and that helped me with consistency. So, so I would then like, once I was able to kind of go forward, uh, on, on balance, uh, on my one leg for like three steps, whatever on my skates, I could slowly increase the difficulty like i could and now i wanted to like you know skate up and down the parking lot and then i try to learn how to turn you know the step over turns and various step tech techniques and you know it's become fun and then now it's gotten to the point where i i uh, inline skate to get to places in, you know uh when i go to my school, I park my car, I, my parking lot is a little far from my office, so I, I would uh, inline skate to my office. And so I've been very consistent with it. And then I think the key was that I really was kind to myself and then reduced the challenge. I wasn't trying to, I didn't look at those like professional inline skaters and kind of compare myself to them. And like, oh, I can't, I'll never be that good. I might as well just, why, why bother kind of thing. I try to avoid that type of thinking and then just break the task down of task of skating down into small chunks and for example i just wanted to be able to balance on my one leg for a few like few steps like a few feet um and then that gave me just enough challenge difficulty for me uh so that i need to learn some new skills and then you know that this virtual cycle happened so and then, you know, I, I, I find my, I try to do that with tennis and golf. You know, I try to find the weakness uh, in my game and, you know, try to focus on that by scoping it all, the game of tennis and golf down to these small tasks. And once you do that, you know, you can kind of focus on that task and then, uh, start getting this virtual cycle going and i think this should happen with judo and other things uh um so for example in judo you can when you first start out uh i, I remember i didn't know about flow when i first started doing judo but i did for some reason like naturally focus on that i guess um so when i first started out i wanted to be able to turn like I was, I, they taught me Seonage first, and I wanted to t turn 180 degree in a very effortless way, doing doing uchikomis. So I, when I first learned uh, Seonage, it was hard for me to like turn all the way 180. Um, 
but I thought uh, I found it very like pleasing to look at when uh, experts were able to turn 180 like effortlessly during Uchikomis, during uh, Serenage Uchikomis. So I wanted to just replicate that. So I wasn't really worried about the hand position all too much. I just I just wanted to like be able to turn effortlessly like this. So I would like focus on that small task and then I would do it at home and, you know, just doing the steps, you know. And then that became fun. Like I kind of accidentally found flow in judo. And you can kind of do that with you uh, with in your journey. Um, you know, you can do the same thing as me. You're trying to turn effortlessly. Um, you can just, uh, I think you can maybe try to be more smooth with your uchikomis. Um, you know, and you you can basically find small aspects of the of all these different throwing techniques and gamify it to find flow and then that is and if you guys have an experience i'm sure everyone has experienced being in the zone but it, it is such a again it's such a pleasant experience that you would want to uh get back into it like that's what gives you consistency you wouldn't be consistent with an activity if you don't enjoy it like it you kind of have to like you know it's like the carrot approach instead of the stick, right? Um, so, yeah, that's that's what, uh, what I wanted to tell you guys about. I highly recommend reading that book, Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. Uh, and it, it, it really, it's really been helpful to frame my life in that thinking. So, like I said, any activity can be framed this way. Like I, and I try to do that with my research, reading research papers. I mean, it can be really boring, but I try to like gamify a little and, you know, so that I can be in the zone and then kind of, you know, build up the consistency. Um, and again, so just to summarize how to how to find flow, how to structure or frame your life uh, an activity this way, you just have to basically find uh, find a set a goal, but it has to be realistic and just difficult enough. So that means you it you have you should feel free to break them down into smaller goals. So like I said, like with inline skating, I just wanted to be able to balance on one leg. With judo, I just wanted to turn effortlessly with tennis i've been just uh i for example i wanted to hit the forehand 10 times against the ball against the wall kind of thing um with golf i just wanted to uh because basically like stop slicing and by adjusting my grip a little so and golf is a golf is a good sport for uh, finding flow because there are so many different things that you can adjust. Um, but anyway, so set realistic goals and break them down if necessary. They just have to be just difficult enough, and then you have to really focus on the task. Um, just to try to focus on the challenge, like you try to achieve that, and then then it'll it come naturally to you. Um, so. Basically, no multitasking. When you are doing an activity, just try to fully focus, dedicate yourself, give it your full attention. 
um meaning that means you don't have to dedicate like mo a few hours a day for an activity you, it can be as short as like 10 minutes um or like you know just use some time downtime that you have that's just enough so the goal is to just get in the zone with that and give it fully okay give you give it your full attention right so for example like with inline skating i would just do it in the back of my apartment for 30 minutes a day and it just that to i wanted to make it as easy as possible for me to do it consistently but it was easy it was easier because i knew i would get this uh, i would get in the zone and get the flow going with judo, I guess it depends on your situation with the gym because it's hard to practice judo without without other people. So I, I understand the difficulty, but you know, if you break down the task enough, uh, and like for example, as like uh, as I did, like you know, just turning effortlessly, you can do that at home. You know, uh, so you can really find you can be really creative on how to structure activities like uh, to be very conducive to finding flow. And, and then the next step would be to uh, find ways to measure progress. Um, so basically you need to, uh, you need quick feedback from challenging yourself to keep yourself going, get this uh, virtual cycle going. So you, that's why this is kind of, this ties back to, you know, breaking down the goal into small, uh, smaller goals because that makes it easy to measure yourself. So you can't be, so it wouldn't be realistic if you said, oh, well, my measurement is like, oh, I just want to be good at judo or like I want to be a professional judo player. That's such a, you know, nebulous thing. But if you break them down, for example, I just want to be able to turn effortlessly. You can kind of, that's, that's, yeah, it's, you can argue that it's still nebulous, but it's, it's good enough that it's small enough that you can really feel it and see it. And with inline skating, I just say, oh, I want to be able to balance on one of my legs, uh, on the skates, like for a few feet, for a few steps. That's very measurable. You know, with my, with tennis, I, I'm doing like, oh, I want to hit my forehand against the wall without, you know, making a mistake for 10 times like uh, that's that's very measurable so you can find ways to break the task down goal down into smaller goals and then really measure your progress so again define your goal realistic goal break them down if necessary dedicate yourself fully and then find ways to measure your progress then once you can measure your progress you need to keep adjusting your goals to keep your activity challenging so now i want you know with inline skating once i could do that i find other things to do like going up and down you know doing you know uh, a step over turns and like um or like trying to uh be better at slalom you know and then you know you can find ways to break them down break those down and then make them measurable right um, you can do that with judo. Once you're f uh, good with the turn, you can maybe move on to fitting in better, you know, or like maybe try to 
reduce the steps in your uh, uh, uchikomi, serenage uchikomi. So basically, you need to find new ways to challenge yourself. You know, maybe that's as simple as moving on to the next goal. Um, uh, so that you keep this flow going and then this will help you be consistent. And one thing I want to tell you guys about uh, the step of challenging yourself is that you need to be kind to yourself again. Like you can't make you can't make a too big of a step. Then you you will actually end up breaking the cycle, the virtuous cycle, and then you will lose that flow. So it's like a fine balance here. You can't make it. You can't stop challenging yourself. Then you'll be out of the flow. But you can't challenge yourself too much. Then you'll be out of the flow again because it'll you'll be too daunting and you'll get get discouraged and all that. So yes, I know like people in grappling are very competitive and they want to challenge yourself as much as you can. But you need at the same time you need to remember uh, to be kind to yourself and give yourself just enough challenge, not too easy, not too difficult. So um, hopefully, uh, I mean, that's about it, the, the concept of flow. Um, I hope this has helped. I highly recommend reading that book, Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. Um, I try to structure all kinds of activities in my life this way. And that's been very helpful. Uh, like I, I can be really consistent with things because it is enjoyable. Um, because it, it's, it's so enjoyable to do these activities that I just want to do them more. Um, so, and I hope this helps with your, uh, as you take your first steps as, uh, as a judo beginner or grappling beginner, or, or if you're already, you know, skilled and you're kind of finding yourself, finding yourself stagnant, you can really focus, you can kind of reflect, uh, and to see if you've lost this, uh, flow, uh, the feeling of being in the zone. So, uh, I apologize if I've been kind of ra uh, rambling, you know, I'm not as a, I'm not, as skilled as Shintaro in public speaking. Um, but I hope I got my point across um, about consistency and how to achieve that. And uh, uh, I'll, we'll, I'll be back with Shintaro as soon as I can. Um, and Shintaro is doing well again. So, uh, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be able to hear from him soon. So, uh, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.